1: everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host Rosa. Thank you so much for joining, for listening to this episode. And the episode that I have prepared for you is with Cindy Rodriguez. She's the founder and creator of Reclama. Reclama is a spiritual wellness community that helps women of color reclaim themselves through hiking and journaling. So I'm so grateful to Cindy for her willingness to come share about her story, her journey, what led to creating this beautiful community. What are the plans that she has for the future, how she takes care of herself. And, and she just shared so much good wisdom. And I know you're going to love this episode. And I do want to give a brief disclaimer that this episode does not treat or diagnose any physical or mental health condition. This episode does not substitute for any health care or mental health services and guests have a right to share their opinion and perspective and this does not constitute an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Cindy Rodriguez. Take a listen welcome Cindy to the podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to to come on. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes. And so to get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the healing work that you do. For sure. So
2: um, lately, I've been embracing the I'm a journalist by day and hiker by night, but even though I don't go hiking at night, but hiking and journaling have been my healing modality for myself as, as I've, as I've even evolved in that for the past almost decade. And, um, I have been very lucky in that I've been able to share that through reclama, the like spiritual wellness community for women of color. And, um, it's just wild because I, I know that I was very like, scared to put this out there in the beginning. And now, like, look where we are, like, five years later.
1: So for the folks that are not familiar with, with Reclama, can you tell us a little bit about what it is, what your focus is, and in, in, in the healing work that goes, that happens, or goes through Reclama?
2: For sure. So Reclama is basically spiritual hiking and journaling for women of color. It is me sharing my spiritual self-care with the world. It, it comes from, you know, the writing portion is very much, I have transferred the skills that I use for journalism now for journaling. And now like I have taken things that I think I thought everyone knew, but really it was like spiritual wisdom that my Peruvian parents were passing down to me. You know, anything from like, What tea to drink when I have some kind of ailment, or like advice about a particular thing, and maybe I can accompany that with like a limpieza or something. So, like, you know, I didn't realize that all families didn't have conversations about spiritual baths and like, you know, what herbs to use, but um, it's been something that whenever I can, I incorporate it into the hiking or the journaling, and really like. I, I did the action before I really knew what I was doing. So um, way back when I used to have a podcast and we would interview other people on like their journeys, you know. Um, if you're an OG, you know about Morado Lens. And I remember thinking, like, wow, we're interviewing so many wild, powerful women. Like, I wonder what my my gift is gonna be. Let me go on a hike and like figure it out. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't realize it until then. And so, like, you know, I take a friend, whatever I, I, I shared it and I got like the guts through them like to really share it with people. And in short, like basically it's like going on a hike, taking time to reflect, Writing after you have hiked because what you have done to yourself and spending time in nature, both physically and spiritually is on another level. Like the endorphins are going, the dopamine is here. You are closest to your highest self. You are in a place like nature that is naturally cleansing you. And now you're going to document like how you feel or you're so glad you did this or this has been on my mind and it came up during the hike. Like everyone gets something out of it. In a different way, even though we do have some themes like the full moon or peg to the new moon or even like forgiveness and letting go. It depends. But um, everyone comes out better than they went in. And there is a, a ritual to it. You know, like I have my process, but um, sometimes I adjust it according to the group.
1: And I was you know, one of the things that that I always like to ask, you know, is how has this or creating Reclama, how has it been healing for you? You know, I I think a lot of people go into a specific uh, business or hobby or career in search, whether consciously or unconsciously, for their own, their own medicine, their own medicina. And I'm curious, it just sounds so healing just the way you described it and, and everything that goes into it. How has this been healing for you or how have you been healing alongside Reclama in, in the work that you've, that you've provided for, or, and offered others?
2: Thank you for that. Um, I think knowing that I'm going to be in service was so exciting at first, right? I just was like, wow, this is landing with others. I just thought it was me, <laughs> like spending a day on the woods, stopping to journal, like smudging myself with whatever I had on me. It could have been agua de florida, it could have been lavender, it could have been sage, it could have been Palo Santo. But there was something to it, and I would come back strong, right? So I thought it was just my way, but sharing it and seeing how like it made a difference in other people's lives to guide them. So if there was their first time in nature, if they are coming back from having had a terrible time in nature, like those are for the most part what I I am what come like the kind of women that come through. And I love being able to be like, this is actually a safe space. This is what you need to know, like on a logistical front, like on, on hiking 101. But this is also like take a moment to look at this. and 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 just you're in nature this is the one place where you're not reaching for your phone like para que you're in nature like this is a place to be in awe to dive into wonder so being able to like do that for others like it made me so happy and then I think it was funny that you're saying this but like today I was like damn I became the adult I needed when I was younger Like, I'm about to be 40 years old. I have been reflecting. And I was just like, wow. I just, like today I have this hoodie on because today I was doing like, like just taking photos of it in the park. I was like, I need to take photos of it so I can finally put this out there. And I just saw this little girl, like stopping to like look at whatever I was doing. (laughs) And I was just like, at first I was a little like self-conscious. And then I was like, damn, no, I think she's like, she's having a good time just seeing me do whatever the hell it is that I'm doing. And she must've been like 10 years old. And then that's when I was like, damn, like, I wish I would have seen something like this growing up. Like, I think it would have given me the courage to be like, she's just out here in the middle of nowhere with a tripod and an Ikea bag full of like hoodies. (laughs) What is she doing? So but that's who I became, that's who I am. And that's when started getting me thinking. I was like, damn, this work keeps me accountable. This work keeps me like happy. Like there's really something that gives me a lot of joy out of being like, nature is for everyone. Let me just talk to you for a minute. <laughs> like, come on over here. Let me just talk to you for a second. So it's twofold. It's, it's made me, it's forced me to really take care of myself because there's taking care of yourself and there's taking care of yourself. If you are a helper in this world and you've made it part of your jam. So like, I have a pre-hike ritual. I have a post-hike ritual because, you know, 15, 20, 10 women on, on a hike. And Doing spiritual cleansing and like really hearing people's stories that come up, that's a lot, you know? And like, I have to be able to be there for them wholeheartedly. And I could only do that if my cup is like full, it like runneth over.
1: It sounds like it has brought just so much joy that mm-hmm. you, through this process, you've been able to tap into that, that part within you that really feels joy just for the, the heck of it, right? Just for the pure. Um, just for the pure essence of the moment and in what you described, being at the park and this little girl looking at you it just it just felt like you you she gravitated towards that right you, you being in your in your element and and just you know going for it
2: yeah I mean little does she know that she kind
1: of helped me Stepped into
2: my element because I had to move. I was in another part of the park and I was like, I am not feeling this. I am not myself on camera right now. No one, everyone's gonna feel it. I see it. I gotta move. And I went to the other spot and that's where I saw that little girl. And I was like, Actually, She's hyping me up. Let me get into this. <laughs> like, yeah, she, yeah. she what, did something for me. And thank you, thank you to that little yeah, girl. The no,
1: absolutely. I, I feel like you know kids bring up naturally that sense of uh, wonder, curiosity, and you just being creative has your business or developing this, uh, these hikes and and reclama, how has, or what has been the role of creativity for you or or just, you know, the curiosity, you know, how has that played into what you've created for this community? For
2: sure. Um, One of the best compliments I ever got was well, someone said, Hey, who's your designer? <laughs> I was like, I don't, it's me. Oh, it's me. Wow. Frankensteining yeah. on Canva.com. You know, like I am a big supporter of anything that makes you feel like independent or creative. And I that's love that. for me. Like, I was like, wow, thank you. And like taking photos of like the hikers out in nature, creating these like, you know, what I want to talk about the full moon, but let me make it cute. Let me make it informative. Like that's when my best like self comes out and you would think like, I'm so tired of this because it's usually something we want to, you know, um, being able to, what is the word I'm looking for? Like assign to someone else. Like if you're like, but I feel like that would be one of the things where I'm like, no, I got to be involved when it comes to this part of reclama, because it really makes me Happy, like I get so excited to plan a hike. Like I whip out the Google Doc. Like it's like, hold on. I have a template. Like I get very excited. I get excited to, you know, do the art for it and then being at the actual hike. Those are probably like my three favorite things. And as just as like as a business owner, like it has made your dark, my darkness and my lightness shine. You know, um, if I'm keeping it really real, because you know, my, my forte was not money management or personal finance. And I had to figure it out with Reclama, you know, it is an LLC and I wanted to do it like, well, I wanted to know enough where I could like, really like, like be in control of my things. But then eventually I had to ask for help and there's strength in that, you know, learn enough, (laughs) where you can manage it if you had to and what they what needs to be done but if there's a way to ask for help or form a team like oh my do that and there's like power and delegation
1: Mm. it it sounds like it has helped you become more more open to well to feel more empowered and then through that process to be able to to realize the areas where you need help and to be for okay sure. asking for help because I feel oh, like so many, yeah. so many of us I'm, I'm speaking for myself we have or I have such a hard time asking for help right and yeah. and whether it's paid or not right? we have a hard time realize uh, when we come to terms with well this is not something that I can actually do on my own I need help that's a hard step to take and it sounds like this journey has taken you to be able to empower yourself through that oh for sure I mean
2: asking for help. It was, I, I grew up very young and like, I had to do a lot of things on my own. So I had to, I always depended on myself, you know? So to be able to extend that means that whoever I'm extending to, I needed to, there was trust. Whoever I extended to, like, it was clear what I said in order to get that done. And the next thing I had to do was, you had to really discern, is this something I need to be doing? Or is this someone that this is something that I can give to someone else? And the trust part that has a lot to do with how you feel about your relationships and yourself. I think the the clarity part, it has to be like, are you clear with how you say things? Is there a process here? Like, are you okay saying I need this? And and so like, that's what I was saying before, like starting this business makes my my light parts and my darkest parts like Really come to the surface, like there's no getting around it. So, you know, do I wish I had done some things beforehand to really like do this other things well? That maybe I had to work hard at for sure, hundred percent. But like, it didn't happen that way. So, you know, I am I'm a believer. You know, you sometimes you can't prepare for certain things. If you're a person who figures it out, you're gonna figure it out. And I had to with this. So, but it's made me a better person. I'm more patient. I'm more open. I'm like, okay. I'm going to learn enough. And then I'm going to rely on my team, on my, both my spiritual team and my actual physical team on reclama, because I have, I do have people helping me out. And I think it shows strength when you can ask for help, because then it's like, you check your ego, like you can't do it all and don't try to, because that's exhausting, but like, we're not meant to do it all tampoco. Like we come from community mindset, tribe mindset. So let's tap into that. Like Let's all rise together. It could be a work exchange. It could be hiring someone. It could be a family member. Like, I have seen beautiful things happen from asking for help. When
1: you were talking about discernment and trust and clarity, mm. what came to mind was like being in a relationship, right? When you start oh like, God, a, like yes. a romantic relationship. <laughs> that's what that's the visual that came to mind. It's Those, like, oh, for I, sure. I agree with you. I feel like being or starting or being the the head of a of a business or starting your own business it's it, it is very much a relationship and, and the trust and the clarity and all that your intuition right all that has a place and a time um, but it's critical right it is critical for relationships. so when you were talking about like oh my god it sounds like a relationship that that just that you know all these elements are just essential for a for a well attached connected safe loving relationship
2: wow i never thought about it like that's how you said it but you're right all of that transfers
1: over <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> it's so interesting but even at the end right you you you're saying something about how be feeling like you, you're, you have your team and you feel comfortable. It's like, you know, that's the goal, right? And with anything, any relationship that you establish, whether it's a business relationship or personal friendship, you know, you have to be at a place where you feel like you can trust and you can let go of certain things. You cannot have control of everything. It is not, it's not sustainable. It is not healthy. And it's, it is not the most um, beneficial for anybody, right. To, to, to be yeah. in that but it, but it is hard. And, and I, and I'm talking and as you're sharing, I can, I'm thinking about myself and, and that journey of being okay, asking for help. It's, it's huge. And I think the folks listening very likely can relate to, to that sense of vulnerability that comes with asking for help. And oh. real, well, first of all, realizing that you need help and then asking, it feels very vulnerable, right? You feel very exposed and, and that's, that could be a scary place to be if we're not used to it.
2: Yeah, that journey started with me reclaiming my time. Like Mm -hmm. when I took a good look at my Google calendar and where it was going and what I said I wanted to do versus what was actually happening on the calendar, (laughs) there was, I had to make some changes if I wanted different things, right? So in looking at that, I had to look at my calendar, like not only was my life, my life, but then I also had a business now. So I would have to ask myself like every Sunday night when I was preparing the week, it was like, does this have to get done right now? Right. Does this have to get done at all? And does this have to get done by me? Like those three questions keep me honest. (laughs) They keep me so honest because you sometimes I think we say yes to things or there it's just there because we're so used to it being there but when you start to look at it that's I think when you're able to make the changes and so I I've just been like applying that to reclama you know
1: no I I love that because I I think that so many people especially if you're if you're starting out or maybe you've been in it for for a bit but it's so easy to get caught up with the, the invitations for this, the expectations of that, um, maybe doing something extra here, because why not, you know, or you have time this weekend, so why not? And then, and then you, you realize like, Oh my God, I have not had a break basically. Right. And in so long, and that burns you out, especially when it comes to working with folks you mentioned earlier, just holding space in whatever capacity when you're working with human beings right. and you're helping them work through their difficulties in what whichever way there's an energetic output right as a leader or as the person leading this whatever event or whatever community there is an energetic output that 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 is that's just that just happens oh, right and that if you don't replenish it can really impact not just mentally, emotionally, spiritually, right? It can take a toll. I, I've been there, you know, at certain points in my life. I, and, and, it's, and it is very, very difficult to bounce back from, from that. So absolutely, the folks listening, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in that. And you don't realize it until you're, you know, tired and, and have nothing energetically to give. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that because I totally
2: learned the hard way. Like I learned the hard way and it was unfortunately like, a th- or fortunately, depending how you look at it, right when the pandemic started, I, I wasn't sure what had to go. I was like, do I leave my nine to five? Do I cut back on reclama? What do I do? Something's got to give. And I get home March 1st, 2020, back from vacation from Guatemala. I was sick. I had COVID. I didn't know I had COVID. Two weeks later, I recover. And then there was a shutdown. And I was so grateful. I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to leave my home right now. 2019 was just like so many blessings. But at the same time, it took a lot of energy out of me. So I was tired. And I, I enjoyed that vacation like it was no one's business because I hadn't had like that kind of fun and like I just had been working so much. So I promised myself after the pandemic was quote unquote over that I would take it down a notch. And I would have to incorporate <laughs> someone told me they're like, oh, if you you're in service of others, you have to double up on your self-care. And I was like, where in the world am I gonna find to, the time to double up on self? something's got to give I got to hire people like I was just if that's if that's the math I'm better with math then then I'm down but then that, that meant I had to get real picky about where I spent my time it had to mean I had to be very disciplined in how I spent my time too and that was really difficult because like you said before like you know it's so easy to say yes to this and yes to that and then you're like whoa I'm tired I haven't had a nap in like three weeks what is that so I, I now pay attention to the signs of burnout and I'm very, I'm very like, I'm on top. I feel like I'm on top of it way more than I was like three years ago.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things that, that I, I think it just happens also is that as you're recovering, like what you shared with the pandemic, I think when you do have that downtime, that's when a lot of that insight, so you actually need that to have the insight right but if you don't have any downtime then the insight or the reflection (laughs) or it's going to come years right and there's a bigger toll so it's so critical to give yourself space a break a pause in between what you do just so you can reflect how is this working how is this not working checking in with your body and be able to to navigate or, or shift directions but it, it's just so easy to get caught up in, in that, in that cycle, especially so when, you know, financially there's, there's that, and, you know, you need to, you need to, to keep, you know, a certain level of, of income to continue, you know, it's the end that's understandable and you need that. Right. So it's really hard to find that balance. But I think like what you shared so many people during the pandemic actually took that as an opportunity to, to reflect and heal and pause and change. I don't know how it is now, you know, we're a year or two after, you know, since, but I, I think initially, I think it, it helped a lot of people, right. To reflect on what they're doing. Yeah. With their life. I mean, don't
2: get me wrong. Like there was a certain point where I was like,
1: okay, I've rested. Are we coming
2: out yet? <laughs> I was getting anxious, you know, yeah. but, you know, in the beginning, I really I I did my thing with work what I could do because that too was like a little bit flux like it's just a lot of projects ended like what do we do now we're all figuring it out at the same time I was just like I'm going to rest like I have just gained two hours of my life in a day no because that one hour to fight to go to work and then that one hour to fight to come home was gone and I remember like fighting to get to work and getting to work and be like, I need like 15 minutes to just chill before I could do anything because I just fought to get here. You know, I, I, I work near Times Square in New York. So the, the train, the crowds, the energy, the people like getting a coffee was like an Olympic sport. Like it was a lot. And now I look back and I'm like, I cannot believe I used to do this every day and somehow function. Like, I don't know how I did that. And um, it, it was, it's made my creative work at work better. It's just better. I contribute more of myself. Like I'm actually working on a really cool project that has everything to do. I don't know if I can share it yet, like financial literacy and the Latinx community. I'll just say that. (laughs) And it's been like wonderful to work on. And so I'm like, I don't know if I could have done this, like being in an office every day. I don't think so. Like, I love being home. I've made this like my little cocoon. I, you know, and I realized I actually do like being home because I was kind of forced to be home and I had to really like look at myself and be with myself. And it was a it was a practice I don't think any of us <laughs> saw coming. But um yeah, Absolutely. some really cool things come came from it.
1: And So I want to shift gears for a little bit. I want to go back and I want to ask you a question because Reclama is about hiking, journaling Mm -hmm. for women of color. So I want to ask you how is or or why is hiking so healing, you know, and and from your experience and from the work that you've been doing with, with, with women, why do you think is so healing emotionally, energetically? What happens when we're in nature? That helps us heal. 100%. So, hiking is a very
2: brisk walk in the woods, right? Hiking is ultimate walking in nature, right? But essentially, according to scientists and the latest studies, you only need about 17 minutes in nature in order to feel just the effects of nature, the being near a tree, being in a park, right? Now if you add walking to it aka hiking right because you can go on a chill hike or you can go on a very strenuous hike the point is that you're going to feel the, the 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 movement of medicine the medicine of movement right you're going to feel that no worries because the endorphins come in the good the dopamines coming like wow look what i accomplished right like all of this stuff is happening in your body biologically but spiritually like you are entering in a sacred place you are in a place that functions on its own or with or without you. That is, that is a part of us. It's not like there as a resource for us, the way that we've been treating it, you know, and that's why we're in the trouble that we're in with climate change. This is a part of us and we should take care of it as such. And I don't think we look at it that way. So there's this like appreciation as you like stare into the woods and you're on a path. And I've seen everyone do it. when they've come out hiking that they're just like, wow, like, this is here. This is beautiful. I cannot believe I get to see this right now. Like how did I not come here before and enjoy this? Like there's all of these like mixed feelings going around. It's like gratitude and regret. And you're just like in awe. And it's very few places in the world that you can get that outside of nature that is, that is doing nothing. And you are just standing there. Right. And for people, I think of, of color who have dealt with different layers of trauma, trauma that have not been felt by non-people of color. It's a wonderful thing to be in a place like nature where you feel safe, where there is awe, where you can actually feel yourself become less anxious, not just because it's nature, but because you're quite literally grounding. And when you ground, basically grounding means to be in your body. And when people of color are out in the world, at work, on a subway, doing their things, living their life in a city for the most part, right? Um, we're kind. I can say with certainty that me, in my experience as well, like a little on edge, you know, you're kind of going on the defensive a little bit because if you've experienced racism, discrimination, otherness, being exoticized at the supermarket you kind, it's not like going to nature. You know what I'm saying? Like people might say something and take you out of your element. And there is something to being in nature that immediately helps you ground and be in your body. And when you can be in your body, whether you're going through something good or bad, the gift of being present in that moment in yourself is, is what equals like joy. I've seen people that are like, wow, I got to sit with something that I've been repressing for so long. I didn't even know it was there until like mile four. And I'm like, wow, right now. And I'm like, you need to write about this. And like, people will be like, okay, I'm I'm in it. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) I'm like, go for it. You know, like I'm your number one cheerleader when it comes to feeling your feelings. And why? Because I've been on the other extreme on my journey where I know that I have completely intellectualize my feelings. I've been like, I saw them. I know why I see a pattern. I guess that's enough. (laughs) Nope. That's just the beginning. You got to feel your feelings. Right. And for people who were told maybe that that was in a conversation in, in, in their house, or like they were told to not feel their feelings for me to give them the time and the space and the feeling of safety to be like, not just feel your feelings, write them down. And if you don't feel safe with them around, we can burn that later. But it has to get written down. Like you're gonna feel the magic because it's a way of letting something go, you're giving it somewhere to live. So it's not just like the hiking, that's part of it. But what really nails it down is the journaling. You know, it really does, it does help rewrite, reprogram, like those parts of your brain that you're trying to like, sift through something maybe you're like in a blockage or you're just like teetering on like what to do it really does help with that and I have I keep doing it <laughs> I'm not even done it's just now I do it in groups or now I do it for private hikes or now I do it for myself or now I go with family like it's it's changed a little bit and the pandemic actually helped like never ever did I have people more than the pandemic be like do you still like to go camping and I'm like oh wow people are coming around. <laughs> like it's not just me trying to be outside
1: <laughs> oh my god that was such a beautiful explanation of, of nature and, and it just what brought to mind right now is i was listening to this podcast just very metaphysical about what is the purpose of our existence here or the, of human nature in what the, the person said is just basically is just to exist our only purpose here is to exist to live life we have that fundamental right to just be yeah to be human and exist that's it and what you described of what nature gives us just resonated with that sentiment of it is, it's almost like it allows you to reflect on just being just existing in in that in this moment mm-hmm. and feeling that through your body and then you know for folks that are going through something very difficult to be able to to then externalize it and put it on a piece of paper as a contain as a container, right? As a containment, then you're allowed. You it's almost like you're allowed to just be and not have to worry about that anymore. It's like it's there, it's out of your head, and it's onto a piece of paper and let it go.
2: Yeah, and I this is, me is
1: working with like
2: the science of the brain because when I learned that we are made to think and not remember. I really stopped feeling bad about forgetting things. That was the number one thing. I the, the shame was gone. I was like, you see, I'm not even made to remember. So don't put this on me. <laughs> right. Because, but that's my, also my ADHD talking. Like sometimes I forget, yeah. but now I work with myself and I'm on that Google calendar life. Right. But the second thing was like, okay, Why have I made it a habit, either because of my anxiety or my worries that I try to keep something, I call it like it's back here. Like you might be here with me now, pero hay algo por aquí atrás that you've been either trying to figure out, get something out of, um, or put to bed, but it's still there. So how do you put it to bed and look at it here in my face? So I think people are like, I want to keep it there because I know it's important to me, even though I kind of wish it wasn't there. And I'm like, then that's something you need to journal about because you are not letting that idea, that thing develop. You are holding on to a part of it because you want to remember and you don't want to don't force yourself to remember these things. You're not made to, right? Like, that's not how our brain works. Put it down on paper. And like my second brain hack for that is also whether it's a troubling thing or a joyous thing, because- unfortunately our brain it's very literal and anything that looks like the scary thing <laughs> they're like boo ah eso no es bueno stay away from that and you're like actually it's a wonderful adventure <laughs> that i'm more excited about than scared so it's not in our brain's power to remember the great things our brain is really good at remembering the negative things so i tell people i'm like i'm not just asking you to you know journal the things that you're emotionally processing like document the things that give you joy so that you do more of it and you can look back on your time like look at this <laughs> look at this and I tell you because I do I do in my bullet journal I forget what I did two weeks ago I for I won't I can't tell you what gave me joy that day but I can look back on my little bullet journal and be like oh, it was going to the gym in the morning <laughs> high five to me like that made me happy that day that I was able to do that so like That's why I tell people, I'm like, there's different ways to use this, but it's there for our disposal. It's there for us when the good times and the
1: bad, and you don't have to keep it. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm a little woo woo and I'm going to, but honestly, I feel that when you write things, especially when you're in a moment, like what you described being in nature and you're doing, you know, you're doing a hike and you're feeling it and you're, and then you, you write, I honestly feel that it's almost like spirit writing for you like I can um, Mm -hmm. recall specific writings journal entries that I've done when I was in my feelings like that or really connected and I don't even remember writing that but when I read it when I read it you know sometimes a year later I'm like oh my god I knew back then what I needed to do I just haven't done it there's a part of me that was speaking through me, through these writings. I knew, I've known all this, right? And so I think it's, it's so, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about writing, especially as a, as, a, as a form of journaling and as a reflection and as a form of containment, because when you read back to it, you realize how, the insight that you had in that moment. And we don't even realize it. And I, and I like to see it as spirit writing through you what you need to know in that moment or maybe not maybe it won't be helpful or you won't take action in that but maybe a year from now or you know two years from now, you'll read back and you're like oh okay I know what I need to do oh yeah you know the
2: the beautiful part about being in nature and writing is just like you said you get lost in it I know that I'll give them five minutes and I could tell like half the group is like, what am I going to do for five? I don't have five minutes of writing. Right. And then I look at them five minutes later and they're like in it, in it. They love it because I think it's it's like we put that pen to paper and we get scared that we have to sound smart, make it worthwhile, that beautiful paper with that beautiful pen and maybe we're thinking about things like, oh, my handwriting or, oh, this sounds silly. Is this even how I feel? And I, and I, I really try to rid that out of the circle, out of the whole experience. Like, that's my goal because there's so much beauty behind that that you don't even realize, right? Because you're so worried about like. You know what this sounds like, but it's because it's it's the opposite of everything. Like when you're at work and someone writes you to write an email or draft up a pitch or something, you have to sound smart, you have to sound convincing or whatnot. Like there are goals to that, but they don't have to be goals. Like I've even told people and I tell this to people time and time again, there was a time where I was very angry <laughs> after a breakup. And the only thing I could write in my journal was fuck you in different colors on that page and felt pen. I was like, "F you, this is beautiful, actually, I should keep doing this. And it was just like this cathartic yeah. exercise almost. And yeah. I had found a way to be angry and colorful and a little funny. So I was like, huh, all right. So that's why I'm like, there's no perfect way to journal, but just come as you are. Like that's, that's the magic in honoring that.
1: Yeah, to just to just give yourself permission to just do it, messy, imperfect, whatever comes out. To just to and, and and to allow yourself to be that, to be messy, to be imperfect, to allow the words to come out however they need to come out, and to know that there is wisdom in that, and then there there is um, there is a there is a point to it. It's not just your writing for, but you can only see it afterwards, right? You have to do it, and then you'll see. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think the combination of what you're doing, of the hiking and the journaling, and being very deliberate about s- setting these two things you know, or connecting these two, is just so so important and so healing. And I haven't I haven't really seen that. So I think you know, that I think you're what you're doing is so unique. Thank you. It's I think it's one of
2: the reasons why. I created it because <laughs> I remember looking around and I was like, okay, I see POC groups, I see like climbing groups, I see like these really cool like BIPOC circles, but it just didn't feel like what I needed. And I'm like, well, maybe if I put out there what I do, people will join me. Right? And that's that's how it started out it started out as like a test with like one day retreats I'm like okay let's do this and then the following year I was like okay I'm gonna take this seriously like I'm gonna like that's it we're doing this and you know it was a bunch of full new moon hikes it was beautiful but there were a lot there was a lot going on. I remember in that same year in 2019 I actually got to do a hike in Cali as well and I had never done that with a group out there that was like a completely different experience. But it's been it's just been like a learning for me. Like I I can't wait to see what this looks like like in five years. Like I I can't even tell you what that is. Like I think I have an idea, but
1: who knows? Oh, I love that. And reclama in English, reclaim. Reclaim. Yeah. What um what led to you choosing that? What was the, the inspiration for that name?
2: Um because the nature, the journaling and community are the things that continuously help me reclaim myself time and time again. It is, if you get on this healing journey, the one thing you need to know is once you get on this ride, you can't get off. (laughs) But in a good way, you know, like once you've decided to do this, you know, it's a lifelong journey. You know, you might have traumas, but maybe the trauma doesn't take up a hundred percent, maybe as you go along and you start healing, it's only taking up like 20, 30%. Like I, I like to look at it like that because we can, we can transform those energies. We can change it. We can do it to help us now. Like if you're aware of it, that's the first step, right? So I know that I have found so much magic in sharing my journey at the time in these circles, you know, because that's how we begin each of the hikes. We do a sharing circle and I, everyone gets a chance to speak. Sometimes there's prompts. Sometimes it's a simple introduction. And, you know, all of the hikers that have come through in the past few years, like I don't think they realize how healing it was to share in a safe space. I think they realize it like a week later because I'll get messages like, wait, hold on. I forgot I wrote this girl, like what it happened or like, wow, I had no idea that was bothering me until I was on the hike. And now I feel like, Dot dot dot. Like those are the moments that keep me in service. Those are the moments that keep me doing this. So they don't realize that, like, as I'm guiding them in, in some way into nature and they get to see this part, of it, like they're also helping me. It's like this exchange, right? The reciprocation of it all. And um I, before reclama, it was called pen to paper retreats. <laughs> I because I was like, I don't know what to call it. This sounds dope. All right, cool. It's literally what we're doing. We're putting pen to paper. But then when I went to incorporate it the following year, I was like, no, nah, that's not me. <laughs> I need to look at the word and it continuously remind me of my why. And that's what reclama did for me. So reclama like, oof, like reclama tu vida, tu ser, like reclaim it all. Like this is about uncovering those parts of yourself that you thought you lost, you know, and I I like to tell people all the time, you're reclaiming your ancestral roots, you're reclaiming your childhood self. I'm basically telling you, you don't need to add on, you need to layer off (laughs) the conditioning, el que dirán, expectations from society as a woman of color, as a woman, like all of these things you need to just be able to shed because you're there. It's just you got kind of buried under there a little bit.
1: Oh my goodness! Indeed, that is so beautiful. It's almost like reclaiming and then letting go. Mm. <laughs> you reclaim I'm all about yours, it. Wars, right? Our birthright, and then letting go all these nonsense, uh, everything that all these systems of oppression have given us, and and then through that birth a new a new version of ourselves. Mm. I love that. Thank
0: so you. beautiful,
1: and in so what's coming up for you in terms of um, or reclama what are some of the events that are coming up so mm-hmm. the folks can, can know about this and 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 hopefully get signed up yeah i would
2: love that especially if you are new to hiking i think a really good introduction would be coming up for our earth day event in central park it's on saturday april 22nd and so, so you're so you're based in new york I'm in, yeah, based in New York and I'll have hikes every so often in other places or retreats like Vermont or California and things like that, but mostly New York, New Jersey, for sure. And I'm excited for Earth Day because it's going to be a real chill event. Think of it as like a healing circle where we're taking up serious space in Central Park, bare feet on the ground. You might feel uncomfortable for a minute. Don't worry, I'll bring wipes for everybody when you put your shoes back on but it really is about spending a good chunk of time grounding into the earth and learning about the other like forms of grounding whether it be movement or community or like that self check-in that I like to tell people about this is one modality that I have that gives time and time again and alongside we'll do like a meditation a little journaling sharing of course and definitely make time to like hug a tree or two. Oh,
1: i love that i wish i was i was there for that oh well if you can't yeah. make it for april try I to know. see if you
2: come out for june or september because i'm gonna have two one day i retreat.
1: love that it's like uh, a
2: full day though that's like okay. we are hiking, we are somewhere on a mountain yeah and occasionally it depends on the crew occasionally depending on the location and, and the, the vibe of the crew I'll have um us like scream off a mountain sometimes oh, wow. to let go and sometimes it's to
1: bring an in intention sometimes I've welcome. never done that I've but I've always wanted to do something like that because I feel like I have a lot of screaming to do. <laughs> <laughs> it oh wow like I mean I would just, love to do that I can
2: talk about screaming off mountains all day, but I've (laughs) cried on a mountain. I've meditated on a mountain. I've napped on a mountain. Like there's so much healing in just being out there, you know, Um, even if you can't go for a hike, maybe you can go up to a tree, tell it your secrets.
1: (laughs) No, I I love that. And you have inspired me and I hope the the listeners to, to hike more, to just be in nature, to go to park, get near a tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to the ocean right to so just oh, yes. meet in, in in nature and the elements and in there is i i you mentioned limpias earlier in the conversation and i didn't circle back to that but i mm-hmm. i feel that just being in the in the nature and surrounded by trees with the air and the breeze and the ocean waves whatever it is that that clear or cleans your your aura your energy field that in and of yeah. itself is a limpia Right, even you know, and then you if you add any kind of sacred smoke to it, but being just in in that element clears your your aura, and your, which is what energy cleansing cleansings do, right? They clear your your energy field.
2: hundred oh, percent. That's why I tell people, I'm like, you
1: could just go
2: for a walk to the park and just be there for seventeen minutes, <laughs> and I promise you are going to come back more relaxed, more focused very close to yourself. And that's, that's, I, I think I explained it like that to my mom one day. I'm like, let me tell you what nature does to me. Like, I feel like I get pulled in this direction because of work. I get pulled in this direction because of family. I'm, you know, trying to navigate other worlds. And when I'm in nature, I don't have any of that pressure. It's just me with me. And if I'm having any kind of like difficulty getting there, That's the number one place where I would feel like I could like call or speak to my ancestors, you know, and that that helps me get grounded then in that way. I think there's that's always that's always something that's there for us, but it we're not we're not like taught or like really encouraged to look at it that way.
1: Right. It's not something that is typically talked about or even. You know, learned in school or anything right we have to experience it and and, and then make that connection mm-hmm. yeah so thank you so much for sharing this wisdom with us you have definitely inspired me um to move to be in nature and I wanted to ask you um you know how can folks find you for those that would like to maybe sign up for those that are in New York sign up for for the Earth Day event that you're having or maybe just stay in touch with you how can folks do that? For sure. So
2: if you're not in the New York, New Jersey area, that's okay. We have a virtual membership. If you want to journal with ease and intention, that's what it's really about. You know, we have themes, we have workshops. And then another way is we're usually on Instagram and it's, um, R E C L A dot M A reclama. There's a dot in between there. And, um, or you can check out the website. There are a bunch of like blogs that have been helpful, like, you know, how to reclaim your time, like, maybe some hikes that you can try out if you're new to hiking, things like that. And um,
1: if you have any questions, you can always hit me up. I love that. Thank you so much, Cindy, for for coming on. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. Thank you. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that you found it healing and nourishing to your mind and soul. If there's a friend that you think would benefit from listening to this information, please share it, share about our podcast. If you feel called to, please leave us a review as this really, really helps boost our presence here in Apple Podcasts and it makes it easier for others to find us. To stay up to date on new episode releases and special events and projects that I'm working on, you can follow us on Instagram at Inner Healing Paths Podcast. And you can subscribe to my newsletter by going to my website, which is rosachetilcsw.com. And I will include this information and links in the show notes. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to sharing with you again next time.